He chose us. God is free. God chooses. God didn't have to create things. God didn't have to create you and I. God doesn't have to do anything. And yet what we celebrate today is fitting. That in the beginning, as we heard from Adam and Eve, God created them. They were innocent and free of sin. And in freedom, they chose not to trust God and disobeyed him. God, who doesn't give up on his creation, God, who never gives up on you and I, in his perfect timing and plan, as he he foreshadowed, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. That as soon as the fall happened, God already proclaimed good news that a savior was to come. In a similar way, when you and I, when you and I fall into sin, God, in his next breath, so to speak, is already offering us a way forward, redemption. That you and I are never stuck in our sin. Even though it feels that way. I mean, because I can't climb out of that pit. I need God to help me. That's what he does. And so Mary is sent to us. Mary is the new Eve who is created by God. And just as the first Eve was created free of sin, the new Eve is also created free of sin. Non-Catholics look at this and say, well, hold on a second. What is she, like, superwoman? She's like, you, you Catholics, you worship her like she's a god or something. It's like, no, Mary is 100% human. But it also shows what God's grace can do if we allow it. And so what did God do? God chose her and gave her the privilege, just like the first Eve, to be conceived without original sin. But unlike the first Eve, Mary chose to cooperate. Mary chose to trust, even when she was afraid and anxious. And so God doesn't need Mary, but it's fitting. It makes sense. And so just to kind of, I think we may understand this, but just to talk about it a little bit, that what is the Immaculate Conception? It's when Mary was conceived in her mother's womb and she was preserved from original sin. Some people say, well, how come, well, then, then Anne, then her parents, what if, weren't her, what if her parents were also preserved from original sin? And then what if their parents or whatever? And God's like, exactly. <laughs> it would go on forever if we were doing it that way by your logic. But God says, my logic is because Jesus is receiving his full humanity from Mary, he only needed to preserve her. And some people look at that and say, like, you, you Catholics, you're saying that she, she didn't need a savior. It's like, no, 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 no. Mary received the fruits of the redemption. She was saved prior to, I mean, before she even knew it, but at the moment of her conception, whereas you and I are saved later. It's like, what does that mean? It's kind of like, here's an image that the church has used for years, is if you, let's say you were walking along and you kind of fell into a hole, and then somebody came along and kind of helped you out, that they saved you from that hole. 
And then let's say another person comes and the hole's coming and all of a sudden they come and somebody puts a cover over the hole and that person just walks right over. And we could say, well, they were saved from that hole having never had to fall into it. That you and I have fallen into the hole of original sin, which is, it is transmitted, not committed. And Mary was preserved from original sin. She was saved by Jesus' merits without her being aware of it. And then what did she do? She responded to it. But it's meant to give us hope of what God can do if you and I participate with his plan, if we allow his grace to do in us what we see it having done in her, that you and I can choose to participate in his plan. And so just when we might feel overwhelmed and discouraged because of our sin, it says our second reading from Ephesians says, God has given us in Christ every spiritual blessings, every spiritual blessing. That you and I have everything we need to be saints. And where we might be discouraged, that if we're discouraged, it means we're looking at ourselves. We're looking at my ability to overcome something. And our invitation is to turn to God and say, God, I can't do this without you. I invite you to continue to bring to completion the good work you've begun in us. I'll give you one more apologetic, if this is helpful, because then non-Catholic Christians are always asking, it's not in scripture, it's like, hold on a second, it is, all right? So the angel comes to Mary and says, hail, full of grace. In Greek, uh, the angel is using the passive participle, meaning that Mary is one who has been graced, that Mary is graced. And so it means it's not something that the angel is doing in this moment. It's something that has already happened and continues to happen. Does that make sense? That she's been graced, she's been given this gift. It's not something she's doing. I think that's what other people think of. They're like, like she's perfect, like she doesn't need God. It's like, no, no, no. It's what God has, is doing in her life. And she's cooperating with it. You and I coming here tonight, we're, we're cooperating with it. We're allowing that goodness of who we are to come out. Hey, a last little image. You can tell me afterwards if it works for you. So we're all made good, right? I don't think we can see that. Like um, Martin Luther says that we are, you know, snow-covered dumb. That grace is like, it just covers, but you're really not good inside. That's not the Catholic understanding. Our Catholic understanding is we are good, but fallen. And so it might be like we are gold that needs to be further purified. And as we draw close to the light of Christ, to the fire of his grace, it continues to purify us who are already good, who have in, we have intrinsic value. It's not like we're nothing and now we're something. It's like we, there's goodness here. And what God wants to do is to burn away the impurities of original sin and all sin. And then we can, you know, go and get covered with dirt and get tarnished again. We can be put in the jewelry drawer and not used and not cooperate. But Mary is that perfect gold 
that God has chosen of all his creation that he's made as a crown in order to reveal his glory. That Mary glorifies God. Mary's not trying to draw attention to herself, but to say something about the goodness of who God is. So we come here today to the God who chooses us to allow him to continue the good work he's begun in us, to choose him, to trust him, to seek him with our freedom.